0: Hello and welcome to Concert Pipeline. That's Jen Shippel, And that is Steve Jones. You are on it with that one. You are ready.
1: Yeah, I've been practicing.
0: Yes, uh, it's the last uh, 165 episodes, you've been like, yes, I'm going to be punctual with this.
1: Right. We got this. Yeah, and I, I missed out as, as being the fabulous co-host on the last pod, so I feel like I need to make it up for it, right?
0: Yeah, you got to you got to bring twice the energy yeah. to make up for me talking to myself in the last episode. So. I'm
1: starving right now, but I'll try to muster as much energy as I can. Yes. I just, I just can't stop thinking about pizza.
0: Well, it's uh it's on the way. It is, you know,
1: it is mere moments away, sir. Soon I think we'll be able to smell it.
0: Yeah, I can I can't wait. Pizza's in my oven. Yeah. Um so today on the program Jens, we have uh, a band named Sue's Animal, okay? And uh, for those that listened to the pod last week, uh, this is the opener to Con Brio. I took a road trip with my girlfriend down to Palm Springs. This show was in Joshua Tree at the Joshua Tree Music Festival. And uh, and it was the first live concert experience I've had in over a year, which was cathartic and great and there was a lot of energy and got to see a freaking awesome live band, right? You
1: must have been pumped.
0: I was, I was pretty excited, you know, and I had a gummy, I was loose, I was just having fun.
1: Uh, it was uh, it, it was good times describe to me exactly what loose looks like in Steve Jones
0: yeah, this is uh, this is it I'm doing it you know to the music like like your jelly <laughs> you're made out of jello yeah
1: yeah wobbling around
0: uh-huh and uh, and so it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, uh, Suzanne will open for Combrio at the show and, uh, and Suzanne is the wife of drummer, uh, Andrew from Combrio. So it's kind of a family affair. And, uh, and Zeke, the lead singer of Cumbrio, you know, um, called that out a couple of times during the show and thanks his animal. Um, uh, you know, honestly, I'd, uh, reached out to Z- Suzanne, uh, Suzanne Mo ahead of time, didn't hear back, but you know, saw her at the show and, uh, and talked to Andrew before, you know, around their sound check and everything. And he said, yeah, he texted her and she's, she was down to do the interview. Nice. Um, and so, um, You know, I'd I'd watched a couple of videos, but I had no idea what to expect in terms of their actual live show, and and it was really great. I mean.
1: It, did you did you wear extra socks so they could be blown off several times <laughs> during the show? Were
0: you preparing that one? That was good. I, <laughs> I, yeah.
1: I came up with that one like three days ago.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah I, I had to wear extra socks. It was pretty warm It was uh you know a hundred degrees or something so having having extra pairs of socks You know probably not the best idea, you know when it's a hundred degrees, but you know, I'm high So what, what does it matter anyway? The socks were blown off. I'll tell well,
1: you. you know what I recommend? boomerang socks the ones that come back to you after they get knocked off
0: oh okay is that a thing
1: the, the, the socks that keep on you can keep on giving basically
0: okay yeah. <laughs> i'll keep an eye out for those um yeah but i did, I did not have them at the time uh but uh I, you know this this venue out in the middle of nowhere right and the joshua tree like it was like it was a desert and there's this i mean this open space and a stage, and this place was made for shows like this.
1: It was was you 2 there? Did you see Bono?
0: I, I did. He was just wandering among the Joshua trees, and he still hadn't found what he was looking for, Jens. You, you know,
1: I keep on wondering that, you know? I'm sure the streets over there have no name. No,
0: they certainly didn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, this is bad. And <laughs> I'm
1: sure he's just looking and looking, and he still hasn't found what he's looking for.
0: You, you used the one I just used.
1: I figured, you know... <laughs> It would be it would be worth repeating it was to come good. full circle
0: it, 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 as long as we move on we're good right
1: let's move on yeah do you have an, an exceptional segue for us right uh, now
0: i you know i'm not riding a segue at the moment but uh you know it, but i'll tell you that the show is great so we'll get back to that in a minute but uh the today yens uh marks a uh, an occasion because for the past month uh, i have cut added sugar out of my diet you know i have a fucking
1: sweet tooth right you like, do and you i think all of the teeth that are still in your mouth are sweet
0: <laughs> and you aren't always supportive of it well you, you, you try and be supportive in a friend way right like like here's a lot of sugar you love it i you know i got you this box of costco cookies <laughs> like this the, is just for you don't share it
1: yeah and that was like the day before you started the diet uh, uh huh. Then I'm like, okay, you have I, like four I, hours to eat all these cookies. Before. I think it was,
0: was it the day before or was it actually on the diet? Or,
1: I don't know. It was, it was birthday. Oh, it
0: was on the exception, right? Yeah. So I gave myself two exceptions right. my birthday and then uh, Fern, my daughter's birthday. And um, because
1: you knew there'd be cake, and you—it's
0: blasphemy to not eat cake or Right,
1: bed. you had realistic expectations of yes. yourself. We're gonna come back to that. You had a realistic expectations of yourself. Am I making any sense? Yeah. And then, um, so you knew these were these two days were gonna be big weaknesses. And you know what? You wanted to be part of the celebration, and of course you were gonna be there, especially for your daughter. When it came to you know eating cake and what other sweets came your way. However, what I really want to know steve jones is how did you do on those non-exempt days
0: well i did make one other exception and that being part of this trip um you know uh, i brought a big slice of cake down i didn't tell tracy you know about the cake uh that that i was bringing i just i brought it right how did
1: you sneak cake
0: i put it in the cooler she didn't know about it and uh and then i put it in the fridge in the hotel room and she didn't know about it but i knew that after combrio that i would want a big slice of cake, you know, to share. I was, you know, I gave Tracy a couple bites and then she was preoccupied and then the cake was gone. Uh, I'll just say that.
1: Were munchies involved?
0: Uh, that was the, my, my munchies. the consumption uh, of the cake, okay. I, I get such, I mean my snack tooth it's not even just sweets but snack tooth is in full effect when i'm high yeah and (laughs) it's insane right yeah i
1: ran out of chocolate last time that happened and i literally started taking things out of the cupboard to see if i could find any little pieces of chocolate that had maybe fallen out of a bag or Mm -hmm. something i came after like 10 15 minutes or maybe an hour of searching i was high it was probably only like Mm -hmm. two seconds i came up with 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 a handful of of hershey's kisses that had fallen out of this bag like six months ago and i was so excited like oh my god i got this old chocolate i'm gonna eat this
0: go for it yeah i I support it (laughs) um and so so there were those few exceptions to it but i'll tell you i did a thousand percent better uh than i am normally like i just i shut it down and we didn't have big cravings you know uh, or anything like one point i got my son a donut from, uh you know and it was an apple fritter and i split it in two and then saved the other half for the next day for him
1: what um, you did not consume that second t- half didn't immediately touch didn't touch it see that i admire you you're yeah. my hero
0: there there were two or three times where like a soda came with a meal at a fast food place or something and it's like okay yeah, like once on the trip or you know a couple of really small instances but you know but I didn't buy a lot of sugary shit I didn't bring it in the house I just you know I cut it out and on top of you know this I you know I'm doing this exercise challenge through work where you know uh, where I have to exercise for at least 90 minutes a day to max max points out and, right, right. Uh, and I'm on a team yeah. so I feel like there's allegiance to to putting everything out there and and so over the past month since I started this ch- uh, this no sugar thing uh, to now, I mean from the from the highest point to yesterday I think ish, which was the lowest point, I have lost like ten pounds.
1: Wow. Yeah. So This is while you were dieting. I you don't know. I don't want, I don't want to
0: thing. call it a diet. No, I don't want to call it a diet. You know? This
1: was this is yeah, I, I uh, not a diet, but Yeah. But this was um this was during the time where you were not eating sugar and you still lost weight. Yeah. Because you weren't eating sugar maybe.
0: Yep, between both. Well, you know what?
1: Yeah. I've got to tell you that um, I have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) That was a good story. Uh, I had something amazing to share with you, but I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that, I mean, but that was the deal. I mean, I, you know, I just kept to it. And now. We just had a couple of Costco cookies that you had given me on my birthday. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. We're, we're like six hours from they the end lasted of this thing. a month. Uh, I'm ready to call it <laughs> at this point and just say, hey, you know, we're celebrating together during yeah. uh, this pod because we're able to get together. And, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, and so
1: your official end date is tomorrow.
0: It is, and uh, and I will be eating like shit this coming weekend uh, because we're going to be camping. We're going to have s'mores. We're going to have s'more cones. We're Yum. gonna we're gonna bring the Costco cookies and Costco muffins my mom gave me, you know, mm-hmm. that I also froze, um, yeah. you know, for during this challenge. We're gonna we're gonna bring it, and yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have beer and beer and. Uh, it sounds freaking awesome. Just, just be hanging, but after that, I mean, I you know, I'll find some happy medium mm-hmm. between what I was doing and. Uh, you know and where I've been the past weeks
1: right? I remember what I was going to say so this challenge this work challenge you were talking about right that happens yes. several times during the year so you've got your you've got a team right you're on the team and um, nobody wants to let anyone else down on the team generally that's how it goes but was it one of those challenges where you had to log your food with no, that like app like or whatever uh, and was that is that also shared like every day you have to input like 7 <laughs> cookies oh, yeah, 35 you're supposed donuts to, right?
0: you know you're supposed to put everything you eat in yeah i'm so bad at those because i, I first of all I, I get shamed by the app yeah, sort of thing exactly like, you're not eating the right things you feel like you have to eat potatoes to get points you know so, I, uh, and i'm like i hate those ones i know and i think they stopped doing those because they they're so they sucked. not great you know people yeah, hate them exactly. so much work yeah know, to,
1: i i will purposely not do one of these if that app is involved just because it is like you said shame city and it's just too much damn work
0: yeah so um yeah i don't know i've just got both of those challenges going on and you know it's taking about taking care of myself and uh i'm happy with what i was able to accomplish there
1: yeah congratulations
0: you are going on a little road trip this week.
1: i am so you have this awesome weekend planned that's full of edible items that you have not (laughs) been able to consume you know you haven't allowed yourself to consume yeah so you're gonna like binge i on the other hand um i'm gonna do something i haven't done in years and that's do this little motorcycle road trip and i did one once i don't know when it was man Oh, I'm just gonna say like six years ago might sure. have been longer than that um, so went from the Bay Area down to the Los Angeles mountains I don't know if they're really mountains. I don't really call them mountains, but there's like Big Bear Lake. I don't remember exactly the details, but it was fun I did uh, went together uh, got together with a couple of friends and just did a you know multi-day um, uh, Bike trip down there and back on all these super cool back roads, and it was awesome, and I haven't done that since. So um, I'm gonna do that again, except this time it's gonna be through Yosemite. Um, it'll be a little shorter, so it'll be three days. Um, so go through Yos- Yosemite, especially the back end, You know, end up at Mono Lake, and then, I don't know, sleep, sleep there someplace, and then head back doing the back roads of Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Um, I am so excited to yeah. get out of this house for like three days
0: yeah no it'll it'll be good that'll be good for you you gotta yeah you know, it's good to do those sort of things sometimes and just get out and uh, right your head and
1: i know exactly you know. exactly exactly i mean i just came back from a vacation i was in oregon for a week but this is a completely different kind of vacation it's different right, right? you're out and you're just doing your thing
0: yeah it's it's like that when, we, when i went to palm springs like that was nice, mm-hmm. but it was a 10-hour drive each way, yeah. and that's not relaxing. No, you know, for two two days of the four-day trip to be driving mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. camping trip, I'm looking yeah, yeah. a lot more forward to because yeah, yeah. it's like a two-hour drive, and yeah. then you're there, and you yeah. just chill and stay, right? Exactly.
1: And, and I think, in a sense, that's what this is. You know, I mean, you you spend most of the day on the bike, but the destination is not the target, right? Yeah. It's 100% the journey all the way, and that's what I'm looking forward to.
0: I've never, you know, ridden motorcycles like that, you know, that or anything, but I think I would think it would be hard for me because I need my mind to be active and, mm-hmm. uh, and I love listening to podcasts while I'm, you mm-hmm. know, while I'm driving and stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, and listening to That's those a conversations That's the challenge. A yeah. It'd be a little bit harder, right? To listen <laughs> yeah. to podcasts while you're riding a, bi- a bike. Uh, so, uh, your dog is chewing my cables with it. Yeah. <laughs> Jaeger. Um, Just- Tell them not to but I mean so so how long you're going? three days. Are you do you know where you're gonna stay and
1: everything? Mm, We're gonna stay in Mariposa one day Uh, it's the closest place I could find to the entrance to the park and then We're trying to do this like as cheap as possible Uh, And it's hard to do a trip like this as cheap as possible because most these places are rather expensive. (laughs) Yeah but um, I'm with a buddy. So we're gonna you know split the bill uh, on rooms and stuff, so. Um,
0: One bed, you know, that sort of thing. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> keeping it keeping it cheap, keeping it cheap. Keeping it cheap.
1: <laughs> Got to have the two beds or at least a comfy couch. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm going to be so sore when I get back. I imagine. Yeah. I'm going to be so sore when I get back. I'm, I keep on thinking, do I need to take Monday off? <laughs>
0: you might want to. I'm
1: wanna. probably going to be, gonna, I'll probably need some body brace after yeah. this.
0: You're getting back on Sunday, and then, yeah.
1: Sunday, late Sunday night, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um well that'll be fun so
1: i uh, i can't wait i'll time. tell you all about it
0: yeah so like i said we have suz animal on the show today um i had a chance to uh sit down be, uh before uh before suz animal set they opened up for combrio and i talked to suzanne uh and laura from suz animal about the band their origins you know everything you know music um and really what inspired uh suzanne to start making music which was uh, her husband giving her a bass guitar mm. uh, you know and she started out as a fan of Conbrio. Mm-hmm. you know and that's how she got to meet her you know you know her husband and, mm. uh, and i'll tell you as well during the interview their kid kept coming up and you'll hear him in the interview he took the microphone and was Cute. like i mean their little you know like 18 yeah. uh, month old kid or something you know like uh kept coming up so you'll hear some of that in the interview
1: musician in progress keep
0: it in it was it was really cute so Uh um so yeah but this again live concerts they're back they're happening and this was the first one for me so we're gonna you know start with a a song that suzanne suzanne moll played um at joshua tree music festival this is a song called not spending my time on you and then we'll hop into the interview here it is (laughs) Suzanne from Suzanne Animal. How are you guys doing today, ladies? Doing
2: well. Yeah, doing great. Yeah. Hey. Um, it's hot. We've been here since Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: From the Bay, right? From the Bay. Yeah. So we're
2: I'm kind of it, yeah.
0: Sure. I feel you there. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's uncomfortably hot, but it, but it's nice. I mean, we got a good breeze out here now. And yeah. I, I hear the sunset. I mean, when the like moon is coming up at late later at, yeah. really at night, it's really beautiful. It's beautiful at night. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So. Uh, so tell me a little bit about how you formed Sue's Animal.
2: Um, well, I kind of started music a little late in the game, um, and my husband, who is in Cumbria, he's the mm-hmm. drummer. He gave me a bass for my thirtieth birthday, and I was like, okay, this is fun. Now I got to learn how to play it, and so. Immediately, actually, we started another band called Sub Par, which was um, none of us knew how to play any music oh, whatsoever, okay. <laughs> but like day one, we started a band because we we're like, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, you got to start strong. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, the only direction is up, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But then I, I, I actually had um, a sabbatical, and so I was able to kind of go and have some time to just like play around on Ableton and try to write my own music and so when I came back from that my husband and I tried to kind of put the songs together and luckily you know there's an amazing band Combrio that Uh was able to help me make all those songs come to life and so yeah so here we are.
0: Yeah. So did you? I mean, did you know you were getting the bass? Like, was that one you gravity? No. Okay. I didn't. So you're like, this is a challenge yeah, then. Yeah, kind uh, of. Yeah.
2: And and she met the challenge. Uh, so. Yeah,
0: <laughs> So how did you approach lear- learning it?
2: Um, I did have a few lessons, but honestly, just playing, like with sub sub part and having no expectations, just like, just playing and having fun was really. What helped me—I don't know—build confidence, or just was like it's—it's it's just fun. Explore you can, your space. Yeah, explore your space. That was our motto. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, and how did you two meet?
2: We actually met in college, um, maybe our second year there, mm-hmm. uh, and it was love at first sight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we talked about you know we got to start a band from you know almost day one. Mm-hmm. Cause we both love music yeah. so much and. You know, years later, we both found ourselves in California and we started a band. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We did it. We are avid live music followers. So yeah. We're like, we can we can do this, right? <laughs> yeah. Were, I mean, right? <laughs> well, you
0: sung in choir in high school, right? Yes, <laughs> so I did. Tell, tell me about that. Yeah. Like, did you get...
2: I mean, that was always fun for me. I never thought it was going to be like... Like, I never tried out for, like, solos or anything. I was more of a... 30 person, cool, I'll pretend I know my part kind of person. <laughs> yeah. Lyrics are always kind of tough for me, so even in choir, like I didn't, I never knew the lyrics, so that's something I'm always struggling with. That's why a lot of my songs don't have too many
0: lyrics. <laughs> Keeping it simple, yeah. yeah.
2: Pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, and so you um, you took time away to go and kind of l- learn kind of the relationship with music, right? Mm-hmm. Like, tell me tell me about that experience. And you traveled the world to, to do that.
2: Yeah, I um, I was living in Portugal, and it really was it was kind of a crazy everything just kind of aligning situation where. I really didn't know what to do, but I took my bass and I was like at a coffee shop and I met someone and I was just kind of talking to them about what my intentions were. And he's like, oh, I'm a teacher and was telling me how like he uses Ableton. And so like that week, the very first week, he helped me pick out all of the basics that I need to just start recording and so i just had like i was just totally by myself and i just had time on my hands to play around and i don't know it all it all kind of came together and you took singing lessons too. i did take singing lessons while i was there and yeah she was intense she was an opera singer and i (laughs) you didn't inspire her to be an opera singer singer. (laughs) (laughs) but that was yeah that was that was fun too i was able to kind of put everything together
0: yeah, and you, I mean, you went to Croatia and Bosnia, yeah, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. What did, what did you learn in those locations?
2: Um, I mean, I feel like the best part of just traveling with not a lot of plans is just meeting people and just realizing how similar everyone is in the world and everyone just wants to have a good time and just is really kind and i really appreciated, especially in portugal just their appreciation of life and how you spend your time and that you work to make money but really you're you're like you're living your life and that's the most important thing you're not just like working all the time that's not the purpose yeah and so i really adopted that (laughs) that was easy for me to adopt
0: Um, so, at the beginning of the, the pandemic, you did, you did a show called um, Pandemica Online? Oh, uh, right? yes. yeah, tell, yeah. Tell me about that.
2: Um, that, was, that was a little challenging for me because usually I have a whole band. Uh-huh. And so, it was just Andrew and I, you know, obviously because we're in the pandemic. And so, that was fun that we could figure out just a simple rhythm section and still be able to play some songs. Um, and Zane, little Zane was on keys. <laughs> he was helping out, huh? He sat in front of keys, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was fun. The I feel like, especially in the beginning times of the pandemic, that was really helpful to just like still have a music outlet.
0: Here comes the Cordis now, right? Yes. So oh, Zane. hi Zane. Hi Zane. She's a, he's like you you're you're talking you about you me, right?
2: huh? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. are you singing S- S- go ahead uh,
2: he's, he's been at all of our rehearsals he claps for me every time
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, he's gonna be a little star isn't he so, <laughs> exactly. not shy not shy over there no. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so um, I mean since we just had a Zane here yeah. like what does it look like as you kind of things are picking up and you You know B- and Cumbria is obviously a world-traveling band, right? Yeah. What do, What does that look like?
3: Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's fine. Yeah, it's fine oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like right, come on give me the microphone again <laughs>
2: um, you, you know yeah. honestly, I was Initially I was like afraid having a baby. I mean obviously it's different and it's harder in a lot of ways, but he's because he's so supportive and like enjoys music. It's been like fun even just rehearsing and still being to do. What I want to do with music. So it it hasn't really slowed me down at all. Not too much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not <laughs> at all. No, it hasn't changed anything. It hasn't changed <laughs> anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do you see Suzanne Animal opening up a lot of shows as the tours pick up and everything? I like,
2: mean, I would hope so. That's, that's the goal. Yeah. That's yeah. The goal.
0: <laughs> and, and tell me about your experience yesterday out here. Um, like, how was that show for
2: That was good. You? I was a little um, nervous having the first show back, but. It, it was so beautiful, and I think it almost distracted me when I was looking out. I was, like, kind of just taking it all in, and because I lose lyrics so quickly in my mind, it was just, like, escaping. I was, like, okay, I need to focus okay. on what's happening. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of surreal, just, like looking out at the mountains and the desert so yeah was
0: it your first uh, gig with the full band because a lot of it you've done solo right we no we've been
2: playing for like a few years okay yeah so just since post pandemic oh okay yeah that's our first gig back yeah
0: and uh have you been able to do anything else down here joshua tree over the weekend
2: um well, today I went to a pool, which was very... Uh,
0: you got to have short. one of those around yeah. here right now, right? <laughs>
2: um, but not really. We're going to stay a few extra days in Palm Springs mm-hmm. after this. So, looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, Tell me about recording at uh, Hyde Street Studios.
2: Um, that was an amazing experience, especially since CCR is one of my favorite bands. Uh-huh. And they recorded there, so that was like... Felt really good. We made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Scott, who is the engineer there, he's amazing. And that was, I mean, before that, we really didn't play together. That was, like, really, like, the birth of it is kind of while we were we were recording. And so that was, I was just kind of shocked. Like, wow, this is really happening. <laughs> and so I just was so lucky to have some of the musicians from Combrio and then two Bay Area singers, Kelly McFarling and Kendra McKinley, which they're like the best singers in the Bay, Uh in my opinion. And so that was really exciting to just hear it all come together.
0: Yeah, and um, talking about Combrío, like uh, you were a fan of theirs first, right? Like yes. you'd seen them live, and, uh, and tell me about yeah. your impression of their show from the beginning.
2: um, I the very first show was at a house party, and it was—I mean, this was like in 2011, so it was like a version ago. Yeah, <laughs> different different lead singer, but right away I was—I mean—a huge fan, and so. I was always going to shows, and then one night, i it's kind of funny because my friend was friends with the fill-in drummer while Andrew was on tour, Uh and so I'd never seen Andrew, but then one night I went by myself, and Andrew was there, and I was like, oh, who's this new drummer uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then that's where it happened we met and now i'm a huge cobrio fan yeah
0: yeah and some of the some of the bands that your inspiration you take from inspiration talking heads mm-hmm. sylvanesso so yeah um i mean like th- tell me kind of their influence on uh, on your style of music
2: i mean talking heads i mean it's just, obviously, they're the best band. <laughs> no question. It's just, um, I just like to just kind of dance and just lose yourself in the music. And that, I don't know, it's just this feeling that you get when you're just happy when it's on. And I feel yeah. like that's kind of Susanna Wall's goal. Is and
3: kind of the experimental nature of it as yeah, well, right? Exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly. And you're Zane. <laughs> <laughs> Zane's back.
0: You know, you know what a microphone is, don't yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> not not shy over there.
2: Everything he finds, he pretends it's a microphone, so. <laughs> yeah. He's
0: yeah. into it? <laughs> so, tell me about your song Naps and, and kind of your how, how you went from, I mean, that song to the, the video that you did for yeah. Everybody's and why you're... Um,
2: actually, Naps, um... Hey. When Andrew came to visit me in Portugal, that was one that we had worked together on, and we were like, "What is one thing that we both love so much and it was naps yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. so.
0: especially <laughs> like, valuable now right'm yeah, sure like, this
2: is this is good content, I think and <laughs> so and then um one of our friends um saw us perform naps, and she kind of had the whole vision of this video and right after she was like um we need to make a music video i'll direct it i have i just kind of see everything that we're going to do there so yeah. that was pretty cool that she brought that to life
0: did she style your wedding too
2: um no because that was all,
0: all in white also yes, right
2: yes yeah i guess that was before right yeah the wedding was before uh-huh. naps yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> she she just I don't know. She just saw something and I just kind of went with it cuz that was my first music video. So, yeah. I just let her go with it.
0: Yeah. Have you been <laughs> recording more music or?
2: Yeah, actually I'm hoping we have a full-length album that will be coming out in September. Is mm. the goal. So,
0: it's already ready? Or?
2: It's mostly ready we just need to put a few things on some songs. We did some of the basics pre-pandemic and then during the pandemic, we've been like doing remote, remote recording, which has been challenging not being in the same room, but it, um, it's, been, it's been fun also just to like send it out and then it come back and you're uh-huh. like, wow, awesome. This is really cool. So um, yeah, I hope that's all ready to go by September.
0: Yeah. Did you? So you you're sending files back and forth. Did you like rehearse through Zoom at all or Not really. brainstorm? No.
2: I've been so. Um, Jonathan Kirchner is the one who's mixing and kind of engineering it, and he. Um, we've had some Zoom calls with Andrew and and Benjamin Andrews, the guitarist mm-hmm. from Combrio, just to kind of talk about certain directions, but no rehearsals or anything. Just kind of trusting that whatever they put down is going to be amazing, and so far it has been.
0: Yeah, so what, what's the style of the um, of the new album? What can you tell me about it?
2: Um, hmm, it's pretty similar. I feel like it might be, um, I feel like this. the first EP was really kind of s- more simple, or just, um... I don't know how to say straightforward. it. Straightforward. Yeah. Straightforward, and this has a little bit more um, complexity as far as different parts and um, just kind of how they are intertwined together, but it's still got the similar vibe. Yeah? For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, what did you take from kind of your, your first recordings that you've kind of brought into the new album? What, is it, what, what would you say the biggest thing you've learned is?
2: Mm, what have I learned? Hmm, that's a good question. I know that when you listen too much to something, you end up not liking it. Because this has been such a long process that I, by the end I'm like, oh, man, like, is this good? I don't know. And so you start to question yourself. But then I'm trying to get, like, fresh ears to listen to. And they're like, oh, this is amazing. It's like, okay. You just got to kind of trust yourself in that you do. It, it is good and you're putting, you know, your heart into it. And so it is what it is. And you just kind of had to end it at some point and just be like, this song is done. And yeah. Let's let's move forward.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and so as you, I'm sure you've toured with uh, Cumbria, you know, around the world, right? So, yes. Yeah. What are some of your favorite places to have been able to get go to?
2: Um, I really love Japan. And they were, they were saying Japan, too. Oh, my God, when that was incredible. I mean, they were just playing to, I don't know how many people, and everyone was just doing the same thing. It was just, it was, like, gave me chills. It was incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what are you most excited about, you know, as we get kind of moved forward into this new world, I guess we'd say, to wind out? <laughs>
2: um, I guess just playing some live shows and... Yeah, I don't know. Seeing where this takes us, it's um, especially with the new album coming out. Hopefully, we can like do a little mini tour or something. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm just excited to keep playing. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, too, uh, to, for taking the time today. I'm looking forward to your, your set and to live music, you know, yeah. starting to come back as, as well. I mean, my first show back in, you know, in yeah, a year definitely. and a half seeing live music, and I've missed it so much. Yeah. So thank you for coming out here and, uh, and for taking the time.
2: Thank Absolutely.
0: you. That was the interview with Suzanne Animal here on Concert Pipeline. And Jens, that takes us to the final segment on the
1: program. What is it? Well, Steve, it's time to uh, talk about some music news
0: that is right we each have a couple of stories here to talk dude would you
1: stop squeaking (laughs)
0: I'm, i'm getting a little squeaky i can't can't help it right so um what's going on in the music world right and uh jens my first story
1: is uh oasis related okay right on what's going on with them
0: yes so noel gallagher has revealed plans for a solo tour of oasis tracks which i'll tell you i'm pretty excited about like i've I've never felt the need to see his you know solo band or uh you know noel gallagher and the high flying birds whatever right um i mean i'm sure it's fine but i've never felt the need for that but that's a band i mean it's uh <laughs> it is his uh it
1: is his band yes The high-flying birds. So Wings was taken. Yes. Paul McCartney, Wings, that (laughs) that was... So high-flying birds was the next best thing.
0: You know, it's like English bands have to, you know, soar above uh, us here in... America, yeah. yeah.
1: Eagles aren't English.
0: No, I guess. That's that's true. So, <laughs> um, but he, he said that he doesn't, uh, doesn't focus on past glories while working on his new material for High Flying Birds, but realizes the fans want to hear the tracks that first cemented his reputation. So he told The Sun, when I'm making a record, I don't think about my legacy. I'm in the trenches with the songs and I follow my instincts. How they come out is how they come out. As a whole, High Flying Birds is a totally different setup to Oasis they couldn't be more different but when i put together a show you have to merge the two you can't charge people 70 pounds a ticket and uh, not do a handful of oasis songs he wants to make the money right
1: exactly uh, that's why the people are there right some of the most famous songs of the 90s which they are
0: yeah i mean his yeah. the, uh, his band was infamous in the 90s and um and a, a very big part of that decade uh in terms of um rock music right um, and so he says uh, in terms of the tour, he says it's a privileged position to be in, I'll probably get a, get around to a tour of mostly Oasis songs when I do an acoustic thing uh, there's always a plan to take that out properly with an orchestra on tour but I'm not sure when that'll happen because of the COVID shit um, so um, so yeah, I mean I'd, I'd be really interested to see, uh, obviously ideally you'd get to see both brothers in an Oasis setting but getting this you know we'll take 50% they better not just charge me 50% instead of the whole thing right right
1: <laughs> yeah i mean that's true it would be nice to 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 see those guys together again
0: yeah uh so uh, i don't know who knows when we'll see that maybe next year i don't know but it would be it would be fun you got a story for us i
1: do i got a story for us um about billie eilish she is rumored to be collaborating with Air Jordan.
0: Oh, okay. Going to get some Nikes on those feet.
1: Okay, so Air Jordan is a sneaker brand. I mean, yes, it's part Not of Nike. Not a person.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan is a person.
1: Uh, but it sounds like she's talking about a person. Okay, <laughs> so but but it's it's. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it say collaborating with Nike on Air Jordan because I, you know, it's a product of Nike, right?
0: I, I didn't write the article, so you God know, I damn can't, it! Can't see, this me. is
1: why life is so confusing. This is for really me. tough for oh, you. I, I, get I get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, the, uh, so Billy has uh, previously uh, praised the sneaker brand. Apparently, she's a fan. Mm-hmm. And um, we're gonna have to see, you know, what what's going on with this. So uh, she is yet to officially announce. Or comment on any petition, uh, p- potential partnership with the sneaker brand, um, as you said, uh, so all-knowingly, uh-huh. uh, Nike. Yeah. Um. So, is there going to be like a? billy jordan or, an, or is it going to be like an air <laughs> eilish is that what we're talking about is there uh, you, going to be an air eilish you know i'm not the
0: marketing person for these uh sneakers that she's trying to pimp but
1: uh <laughs> right i mean michael jordan was known for his ability to get off the ground right yeah he and flew and, through the air yeah. so air jordan makes sense but what how does that like well, what's the, billy's take the NBA logo man?
0: You know that logo went well beyond what they ever expected it to do. Too. Yeah, and I was actually reading that about Air Jordan in uh, a in a book in, in like last week actually um, a uh, leadership book where they interviewed. Um, the the guy who made Nike I forget his name but um, but he was you know talking about it and everything and, and it's just I mean obviously Michael Jordan he is that symbol but mm. um, but it goes so far beyond him that I mean it's just a whole fashion line now right
1: yeah totally um, all right so there's this uh, uh, report uh, hi how do you pronounce this hi Snobri- snobiety. Yeah, that's sort of looks like. Like. Yeah. like snob and... Yeah, it does sound like snob, right? Snob and sobriety together. Yeah. Like I'm a snob because I'm sober? Something like that, yeah. Or I'm high, but it has high in it, so I'm high. You're
0: sounding pretty high right now, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, anyway, so this uh, reports that um, the rumors of an Eilish and Air Jordan collaboration have begun circulating online after a purported picture... Of a brown folder featuring the phrase, "quote Billy Eilish times Nike times and then the Air Jordan logo," uh, unquote okay. was uploaded on the sneaker specialist Instagram account called Soul. Sorry, Soul Retriever apparently uh, overnight.
0: I mean, that's pretty discreet, right? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, that's kind of like a big hint. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds intentional.
0: I mean, <laughs> like maybe you put something else that's not exactly what it is. If you're not ready to release it, like mm-hmm. on the cover of
1: right. a folder that's,
0: you know, that could yeah. get out there.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was leaked. It, it was like a controlled leak.
0: That's what it sounds like, but
1: all right. So, yeah. um, so, NME has reached out. Is that supposed to be enemy? Did they?
0: That's the news publication. Enemy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you think they picked that acronym? Yeah, I'm sure, like has, you know, That's I'm sure it has. You I'm sure there's a time. You are very observant. I am very observant today. Yes, right. You're doing great. I'm not even high. Okay. <laughs> um, reached out to representatives of Eilish, Nike, and Air Jordan for further comment on the possible new collaboration. So Eilish has previously spoken about her love of Air Jordan sneakers, telling. The brand in an interview back in 2018, quote, the one thing I love about Jordans is that there are so many of them. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, and it just goes on and on. And on and on. This is deep. This is deep. And yeah. it's still going. I like that it doesn't really ever have an end, ever. I,
0: I think the story does have an end. And I think it's, it's now. It's now. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Well, to be continued.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that
1: segue. That was a great segue. This is
0: pretty great. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's There's no, no news in that story, I think, but yep. other than maybe it'll happen. So. Yep. Um, Jens, I have a story for you. Uh, and it's about Lollapalooza.
1: Oh, yeah, that's happening.
0: Yeah, well, this Chicago Festival recently announced that it would take place in 2021 after COVID-related concerns, right? Uh, So they're offering free tickets to uh, its 2021 event to vaccinated local residents in Chicago. Um, They announced last month they'd be returning this year after canceling the 2020 edition, of course. Um, all, All festivals were canceled. Um, and that uh, uh, the confirmation came after the Chicago event had been given the go-ahead by government officials to host its 30th anniversary edition at Green Park between July 29th and August 1st of this year. Uh, So the new initiative from the Chicago Health Department will see 1,200 day tickets to the festival given away for free to anyone who signs up to to get their vaccine on June 26th. So this is yet another perk for Republicans uh, who, <laughs> you know, to try and entice them to get vaccinated, right? Cause right. At, at this point, you know, it, it doesn't need to be a political thing, but it is, um, And uh, and everybody who wants to get vaccinated has already done it um you would think so yeah it had the ability to at this point mm-hmm. like, doses are going unclaimed and i know they're, they're, they're like waste like
1: it's so bad I, I was on the freeway and the digital display said you know text da 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 or whatever it was uh like my turn or whatever it is for your vaccination now
0: yeah, well, I I don't know how many people are getting vaccinated this uh these days, but mm. um I mean so many places are giving incentives like Krispy Kreme giving you mm. will give you a donut every day for the rest of the year if you show your vaccination card. If you cart. get vaccinated every yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you get it every day, yeah. You just have a stack of needles at home like. Exactly. <laughs> that's oh, a different kind of shot. Bad, oh my god. Yeah. That's a
3: different kind of shot. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but this is I mean that's a pretty big perk to get festival ticket like for um I mean to get yeah. a oh. shot that people have already
1: gotten <laughs> I know I know I mean there should be like huge incentives like um um you know show your vaccination card and you'll get in free to the next uh big truck monster mash or whatever yes or or yeah you know whatever republicans but, are into
0: you know a lot a lot of the people who already got vaccinated i mean they're not getting these perks right mm-hmm. i mean the people now are getting 50 dollars gift cards mm-hmm. and and i mean i think everybody's entered into the california lottery who has been but i mean but a lot of the perks are for people to get this done like now, now you know rather than later yeah but I, but i'll you know I'll, I'll take the perk of having gotten it done early and feeling the sense of comfort, feeling good about that. Yeah. Yeah. Of not having to worry. Yeah. And that I'm protecting my family and those around me. So it's, that's more of a reward than a $50 gift card or a ticket to Lollapalooza or whatever they're incentivizing to get others to do it, you know?
1: So are there like rollover points or something you can get because you, (laughs) you know, because we got these cards months ago and
0: I don't think the cards will be worth anything at all. Some States are even, you know, are like banning them, right? Like Mm. Texas and Mm. Florida and everything are just banning the cards completely. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, man. But, uh, Foo Fighters, Post Malone and Miley Cyrus and a bunch of other artists. Uh, Journey, Limp Bizkit, Modest Mouse, uh, Jimmy Eat World, a bunch of bands um, playing Lollapalooza this, uh, this year. So if uh, you live in Chicago then, uh, and you haven't gotten vaccinated, there's an incentive for you. There you go. All right, you got one more story for us, Jens.
1: Yes. I have a story about a band that I've had stuck in my head for some reason. I don't know why I have this band stuck in my head but it's been stuck in my head for a couple of weeks and uh what i mean by that is just every now and then one of their songs just pops to my head and i start singing like mr bright side mr Brightside. i know like why am i singing this song and why is it in my head and have i list, heard this on the radio recently Coming is that why it's stuck my in my cage, head but whatever feeling just
0: exactly because right. i want to get done yeah da, 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 da. started out with a kiss How did it end the... up like this it was only a kiss it was
1: only a kiss Okay. So the killers share a preview of Bruce Springsteen.
0: Of, collaboration. Just, just of him? or Just of him, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> collaboration and announce a release date. So they are collaborating with the boss. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh, That's... my God. I forgot the killers are from Vegas, of course. Okay. So the Vegas band uh, will team up with the boss on Dustland.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. So... This is, uh, was previously confirmed. Uh, the two acts will team up. Um, and this is something that uh, Springsteen revealed during an appearance on SiriusXM's E Street radio. Oh, uh, yeah. He's yeah. got his own station. I didn't realize he has his own station, but of course he does. Right. You're restriction,
0: You're the boss, right?
1: Right. The Vegas band had also previously teased a killer collab with a mystery artist. Hmm. Okay. Oh, interesting, okay, the killers okay um, so now the killers have posted a short clip of the collaboration to their social media accounts. Dustland appears to be a new version of the band's two thousand eight track, a dustland fairy tale
0: that was it. <laughs> It's 10 10, 10 seconds, a 10-second clip. You were so prepared for that. I was ready for you, so. You, you, you... I like that they're, you know, in the clip that they're, you know, they got the, the mix going, the montage, like you're, you know, between the two faces. I'm like, that's something a guy and a a girl singer usually do. Right. Uh, You know, if you're doing a duet, uh, like uh, you might, you might mix them there, but you know I don't know. It seems a little (laughs) funky.
1: It's a little bit too intimate for, uh, for these guys. Um, maybe it was like a template they had and you know, they just used it.
0: Yeah, well, it sounds like they have a new song with the boss. So That Ooh.
1: is exciting. That's, that, that's
0: about all you're getting, which is absolutely nothing other than you want to go see that 10-second clip, go check it out on their Instagram, right?
1: Yay. Yay. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, a desolate fairy tale uh, what, that was featured um, on the album Day and Age. Yeah. Uh, castles in the <laughs> sky sit stranded, vandalized brandon flower is that right? what they were saying yeah i think so yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> a spring scene uh saying in, in a clip uh we're drawbridges closing that's deep I don't. Know yeah what that's that that's that's deep i'm gonna have to like <laughs> to the pathway, what the <laughs> f- shut the fuck <laughs> up alexis <laughs> alexa shut up There you go. (laughs) That's what having Lexa is like.
0: Yeah. Snooping. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Snooping, 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 snooping. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this uh, podcast will probably be available um, on Amazon before we actually post it.
0: There you go. (laughs) It's (laughs) out there. Um, Well, I got one more story for you, Jens, if you're good on yours. Yes, I'm good. Okay. And mine is about none other than Mr. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. And the Foo Fighters. So we talked about, uh, you know, uh, Lollapalooza, you know, vaccine rewards and Foo Fighters playing Lollapalooza. This kind of ties those two together. Uh, They announced an intimate gig for vaccinated Los Angeles fans next week. The venue they're playing holds just 610 uh, people. Um, It's a club show uh, and it's going down June 15th at the Canyon Club. Uh, Tickets cost a mere $26 yen for for something that intimate in celebration of 2021, marking the band's 26th anniversary. Um, And uh, they're only available for in-person people over the age of 21 at the venue, so you can't buy them online and scalpers can't get them unless they go wait in line. Uh, I mean, which I mean, this already happened. That it's sold out. I'm sure. Uh, in order to secure a maximum of two, of two non-transferable tickets, buyers needed to show photo ID and proof of vaccination, having received their second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine at least 14 days ago. On that, huh? Um, and it shows a warm-up uh for their headlining show at Madison Square Garden in New York next Sunday, mm. which they announced and you know, I mean really they announced it with a really quick turnaround. It's Madison Square Garden's first concert back. Um, you know, their um arena freed up since the Knicks uh were removed from the playoffs.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Um and uh and yeah, so it's the first show at the at this venue as well in four hundred and fifty days. And uh, and well, at at Madison Square Garden, they're going to play to almost twenty one thousand people. All of whom also are required to prove that they're vaccinated to gain entry. Amazing. Foo Fighters are big on this vaccine thing, right? Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Here last week, a small yet vocal group of anti-vax Foo Fighters fans renounced the band over the gig. With one particularly enraged punter saying they they never thought. Uh, the Foo Fighters would support suppression, segregation, and discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. Yeah.
1: They don't even know um, what that means.
0: I, yeah, it's, uh, it's soda. Um, just go get your vaccine, people, okay? If you have Seriously. It, just, like, let's take care of each other and, uh, and be safe. There's no reason not to. Right, right. So, um, yeah.
1: That just reminds me of another story. Um, nothing that I have prepared, but we were talking about um, you know concerts coming back. And um, we were talking about Bottle Rock, and we were talking about um, Guns N' Roses, uh, playing at Bottle Rock, but they also have a tour. Um, and I, now I remember where else they're playing. It's uh, not just in San Jose, but also in Vegas, at the new Allegiant Stadium. And that will be the first concert ever when that brand new Oh, stadium. I heard that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. And that's pretty, I mean, that's like, the yeah, black hole, that's a, bar. that's a black hole stadium and you've got freaking Guns N' Roses playing there. How awesome is that?
0: That's pretty cool, Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> well, that is our show for today, Jens. And uh, uh, yeah, so for uh, next week on the program, we're going to have, uh, most likely, an artist named Ryan Kinder. Uh, and uh, I think he's gonna play a song for the pod too, which is uh, pretty great. Um, and so for all of us here at Concert Pipeline, That's Jan Schepel.
1: And that is Steve Jones.
0: We'll catch you next time.